Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Talk with T. I'm your host, Tyor. And last week we talked about child abuse. If you have not listened, you have to definitely go back and listen. With me today is a special guest. So I will let him do the introduction by himself. So please introduce yourself, please. Uh, uh, good day, everyone. Uh, my name is Opayemi Abudu. I'm a practicing medical doctor. And oh. I'm, also, I'm also a public health specialist with the Canadian Red Cross. Okay, we're, we're happy that you're here with us today. So today we're talking about something very interesting. Trust me, you would actually enjoy it. So first of all, I'm going to be asking Opayemi like, some questions leading to the topic for today. So basically, our topic for today is why is it hard for girls to ask guys out? Okay, the first question I have here, why do you think it's hard for women to ask men out? Do you agree that it's hard or you think it's easy for women to ask men out? Okay, so thank you for that question. So first, I'm going to put out a disclaimer here. Uh, I'm not here to tell you what is right or wrong. I'm just offering okay. a different perspective and so that we can all learn and see things from uh, from a worldview and not from our own myopic side. So back to your question. Okay. Uh, we will be pretending if we say that we do not know how hard it is for a woman to ask a man out. There are even simpler things for them to do that they still have, uh, that they still have problems with. You now tell a woman to go ask a man out. Uh, let's talk about a little of psychology here. Uh, we it is usually said that uh, we are a, uh, we are a process of experience. We human beings. Uh, okay. There are things that shape our lives. That shapes our lives generally, and our beliefs actually our beliefs, tradition, culture infused together shape our beliefs. So in most cases, uh, in plenty old traditions, the man is the one that does the hunting. Obviously, I don't think it's a bad thing for a woman to ask a man out, but you will be going against what I call societal norms. So we'll be joking mm-hmm. if, we say, if we say that it's not a problem. It is a problem. Okay, okay. So bottom line is actually a problem. It's actually hard. Oh, yes, it is. It is not wrong, wrong, but it is hard. Of course, it's not wrong, but it's just hard. And that's based on the the societal norms. Yes, exactly. Okay. So my next question. So now that we understand that, or our point is that, okay, it's hard. Why is it now? Like, why can't men say no? Like, after, like, the lady must have asked him out or something, and it doesn't feel the same way or it doesn't feel as it doesn't get the same kind of vibe why can't he just say no he's not interested in the relationship like why is it hard for men to reject the offer after a woman has made it like the relationship offer okay so uh firstly we have to recognize that uh we are all human beings but the two genders the two popular genders Let's be careful about the times we use. The two popular yeah, genders. The two popular are, genders. Oh, yeah. The two popular genders are wired differently. Uh, John Gray, okay. an American author, uh, said that, uh, who is a psychologist, says he wrote a book that he titled 
men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So essentially, men are solution providers. Our end points in everything is find a solution to something. But for women, it's about okay. relationships. So why, why a man, while a man wants to always give solutions, you, you will realize that if you think about it deeply, men always want to give solutions to something. If a man faces a challenge, he wants a solution. Yes or no, okay. white or black, plain or not. But for women, they just, in some cases, they just want you to, they just want you to listen. So men are, are solution-oriented. Women are relationship-oriented. So when a woman asks a man out, the man doesn't want, he, he will be very courageous, highly courageous to say no. But you realize that in most cases, it's either he doesn't say a direct no and offer another option, which will work for both, both parties. So in most so cases... So what is this other man, option you're talking about? Oh, oh, well, that's when you start hearing things like, oh, but we can stay friends. We, I can be there for you. I can, you know, I can be <laughs> Yes, yes, you, I'm, I'm sure you've heard a lot of instances like that where the man does not like the girl, but, you know, there are some things that he still wants to be able to be like a, a middle ground. And let's all, let's all just pretend that he's trying to help the girl, but of course he, he benefits too. So he's looking for a way out, not to directly push someone away, but he's still offering, like, so it's like a great gift. He's giving you something, but you, you definitely enjoy something in return. So that's it. Mm. You will rarely, I'm not saying it's impossible, you will rarely find a man who says a complete no to a woman and walks away, except he's naturally just repulsed by that woman. That's okay, okay. Okay, so why do men sleep with random women? Because, I mean, oh. we hear stories of men sleeping with as little as, like, an eight-month-old child or a three-year-old child. Yeah. So, like, why are... Okay, let's, let's establish something. Uh, pedophilia is a mental condition. So let's separate okay. that from just being lustful. Men lust after women all the time. Since the prehistoric okay. days, men have looked after women. Men have hunted women. So let's separate it from a mental condition that is called pedophilia. Because there's nothing attractive about a child for a normal person. So let's establish that. Okay, so men sleep with different women because uh, okay. it, uh, it's like I said earlier, it's that, uh, that tendency to always create solutions. Oh, I feel like, oh, I'm honey, I'm feeling a little bit funny. Let me just quickly go look for something. Let, women are naturally uh, more disciplined than men. And this is cultural too, because we realize that when we train girls generally, especially in the African setting, mm -hmm. let's come to the African setting, girls are raised with shame. They are raised with fear. I oh, mean, you just thought when... like if they talk to you, you'll be pregnant. Oh, yes. If a man touches, does as little as touch you, you'll be pregnant. When you sit the way you want to sit, they'll tell you to cross your leg, behave like a woman, do all this. So women are usually like a reward for mm. men. So you hear things like if a girl knows how to wash the dishes well, or she, if, if she does not do house chores well, you hear the mom saying things like, oh, is this how you will do when you get to your husband's house? Well, what man will marry you like this? Like you know, you like hear, going to the husband's house. 
it's the ultimate reward. It's the ultimate reward. Your daughter finishes in school. You're not asking what she wants to do with her life. The next thing you're asking is, oh, so who is the lucky man? For a child you had, for your, a child you had, you had raised with fear all her life, you suddenly expecting her to manifest a man of marriageable age at that stage. So men sleep around because uh, men, uh, I would say men are victims too, because uh, in most cases, we raise women as queens and we raise as supposed queens and we, and we don't train the men. So the irony of it is that the queens that we raised will be given to men, to beasts that we did not train. So a man does not know restraint. Normally, we do not teach men restraint. So when a man has multiple sexual partners, he's referred, he's hailed by the society as, you know, a player, he's the, you know, he's the in thing. We, and in 2022, in this age, we see it as a conquest. You know, the same, this, we, we use different brushes to paint the man and the woman. When, when a man cheats with a woman, with, with a housewife, with a married woman, we say, oh, oh she's a married woman. Oh, have you considered that that man might be a married man too? Man you too. Know? Yes. And then we come with normal things like, oh, men are polygamous in nature excuses. Men are polygamous in nature. Our, we always uh, to make excuses for the guys. Make excuses for the guys, and we are stricter with the women. So our guys feel it's okay because in most cases, imagine a guy impregnating a lady, and the reward for the guy, the worst that I've said is for you to marry the lady. Oh, you must marry her. Don't don't you think that you are doubly punishing that girl for getting pregnant for the boy because he's obviously not ready. He was just planning to have fun and go, and then you and now you now realize that. Like, like I said earlier, men are naturally hunters. We just want conquest. I have seen cases where a guy marks the list. He writes and marks the list of the women. I mean, I heard of that too. Like, there's a list and then it seems like oh, there's a circle yeah. of guys and they equally, like, share the cake. And every time they meet somebody new and have stuff with the person, and have stuff with the oh, person, they are, like, marked. Yes. Like yes. assignments that he wants complete. Oh yes. Women value relationships and men just value solutions, quick fixes. A man just mm. wants to, you know, his honey, he wants to go to his brother. Or the 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 desperation is so bad that a man will promise a woman everything in this life, relationship, he promise to be there emotionally just to get in between her legs. Once it's done. His eyes are washed. I don't oh, yes. yes. And then the next thing is, who is the next one? The next on the line. But if we start to hold mm-hmm. people to the same standards, that there are consequences. I say it all the time. There must be consequences for actions. Men do not, we do not really train men to know that for every action, there are consequences. I've seen a case where in a religion, I'm not going to mention any religion now. If a man desecrates a woman, He's forced to marry her. I think that's not even religion. It's not only like religion based. Like it's even cultural. in Nigeria. Oh yes, it's that, cultural. That it's more cultural than even religion. Like if oh yes, once she gets pregnant for the guy, ah, immediately they do the marriage, and it's more like a yes. shameful thing. Oh, so because now you don't, and then we, and then there's this general belief that it's a man that gives, and the woman receives. 
So he may essentially sleeps with the woman. So you hear things like, oh, I slept with her, or he slept with me, and then it's a shameful thing because, oh, the man slept with me. But in the real sense, two people had sex, consensual sex in most cases, but the man is seen as the person that reached the reward. He's doing a favor. Oh, I slept with that girl, I slept with that girl. And that is how these things go around. So in most cases, until we start to treat people, paint people with the same brush in this particular condition, it will keep being that. Women will keep being reward for men. Have you seen, As I've heard things as ridiculous as when a man misbehaves, instead of you to give him therapy, you give him a woman, a wife. That probably oh. if I marry a woman to him, <laughs> you know, the woman will train him, will change him, will calm him down. For a badly behaved man, you reward him with a woman again. Hot people, hot people, damaged people, damage other people. So until we address this social issue, this social cultural issue, we'll keep being in this same condition. A woman that asks a man out, the man is a hunter. You know, he wants to hunt. The thrill is in the hunting. So a woman that asks a man at first comes with a lot of skepticism from people, by and large. He tells his friends, and oh, oh this girl came to tell me this, and the friends are like, oh, is she sick or something? Is she just tripping? This, this, this. And then when things, even your Bible says that you do not give pearls to pigs. So the guy will, in most cases, there's a, uh, there's like, a confusion here like there's a motive for this girl coming it's the reason why you see boys say oh she only came to me because of my money she's only around me because she thinks i have money because she hears that i spend money i spend this men are not honest enough to sit down most men or, or a good number of men don't let me throw up statistics that don't exist here they, <laughs> yeah so they really see so when a woman comes to ask you out a role that you should play normally, that the society has taught you to play all your life, you do not know what to do with her. You do not know exactly what to do because... You, you do not know the motive. Yes, you do. So in most cases, it is going to be hard for you to actually now recalibrate and now act normally in that relationship. You're in Nigeria and you've had cases where guys don't, guys feel very strange. I think I saw one thread on the on the internet about a guy that guy's been shocked when a girl actually gives them something expensive. Compliment or gifts. Yes, or compliment or gifts. Because it is the men that the society has made it look like it is the man that it's should the responsibility do. of the man. Yes, you understand. So imagine a man goes to meet his friends now that oh this girl asked me out. And then you know it, there's a big possibility that the friends will laugh at him or see the girl as the potential prey. Just do what you do and go after the one you The motive for relationship, especially in this, our generation, do you think like we've gotten the wrong idea of what the relationship is meant to be like? Oh, yes, absolutely. For me, I think that people get into relationships for the wrongest of reasons. Uh, I've seen okay. cases where, and I think that is where uh, from the beginning we should start to talk to our words. Uh, it is okay for you to talk to a girl and for her to say no it doesn't mean you're less of a human being it just means that your parts are different and she probably doesn't like you in that way make it a norm to accept no as an answer and then uh we you also find people too 
getting Hello? into relationships for the wrongest of reasons. Okay. I mean, people get into relationships because their friends are in relationships, because it is cool to have a boyfriend and it is fly to have a girlfriend. And I've seen people who get into relationships simply because they are bored. Hmm. Oh, I have seen that a lot of times. So the thing about it is that, so I'm coming into the relationship with a mindset. You're coming looking for something else. And then you're trying to change me while me, I'm insisting that I'm going to get what I want. That's the chaos for disaster. It's a chaos for recipe. You should actually do more talking. You should be friends. I don't know why. I think it's also uh, a burden, that name, boyfriend, girlfriend. It makes you not be able to vul to be vulnerable with each other. The friendship to me is more important than the relationship itself. That's from oh, my yes. point of view. Anyway, you see people. Oh yes, you even hear people that in marriages you should marry your friend because it is not all the time that that toga husband and wife works all the time. So there are sometimes that when the husband and wife card is not working, the friendship card works, and mm. then we should all endeavor to date in all you do in this life date a kind human being somebody Aww. who is people who, somebody who is emotionally intelligent you will have your difference okay, you're giving us talk from experience now oh, oh yes because you have to date somebody who knows that it won't be rosy all the time so that you don't have okay. people who at the slightest level of disagreement they throw out of the pram it's not what it is you should disagree to agree and respect each other. You cannot, there are plenty of cases where you will dis disagree. There's distress that comes with marriage where things don't work the way you guys, you know, you want to plan. We want to have kids in the first year. You know, she wants to have three kids. She has all the kids so she can go on with her job and, fo and focus on her career. It will not always work that way. And that is okay. So when you guys are on the same page, you're not putting up unreasonable timelines, unrealistic goals. goals. It's a team. If one person fails, the two, person, the two people have failed. And when it gets, well, a lot of people won't like what I'm about to say next. When it gets to a stage where you guys are constantly bickering and it looks as if it's gotten to a point of irreconcilable difference, kindly go your separate ways. There is, it is not a must that people should die together. It's always love is, is responsibility. Loving someone is not always about holding on to something. It's also about letting that thing go. If you know you're mm. not taking advantage of that thing and somebody else will do better, please, please let the person go. That is a love of sacrifice. There's no love without sacrifice. Let the person go. If you have exhausted all avenues of resolving your issues, be civil and let the person go. You guys will, will better be apart than being together because of one culture or religion that has mandated the two of you to die in that relationship. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's actually very true. So this is very random question. Okay. Can you keep... Can you be friends with someone that you've asked out and the person has told you no, like, do you understand? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, do you so, think it is advisable to keep being friends with somebody that you like and then you've proposed your 
um, stance to this person, and this person doesn't feel that kind of way. Oh, yes, absolutely. So what a lot of us want to do is that we want to eat our cake, have it, and keep some also in the fridge. That's what we want to do. So, it's not bad enough. <laughs> okay, so the, the simple answer for this is boundaries. If somebody, if your love interest does not feel the same way about you, you guys can be friends, but there has to be boundaries. And when you start to blur the lines on boundaries, that is where you now have things you call friends with benefits. You know, it becomes transactional. When she wants it and you want it, you guys keep going deeper, deeper. And the only thing you guys are not doing is officially dating. But you are doing every other thing. You're cohabiting. You're doing everything. I've seen plenty of cases like that. If you ask someone out and the person says, oh, I don't want to be your friend because you said no to me. You should also respect that when you've tried to explain that, you know, we guys can be friends and have boundaries. If the person cannot do that, let the person go. We are not all at the same level of reasoning or emotional intelligence. We can, some people cannot handle rejection. So even if you're going to reject somebody, be kind about it. I've seen people talk to other people, you know, you talk down on somebody, oh, how, how, how dare you ask me out? How dare you do this? You can always be civil about rejecting people. I'm sorry because to you cut you short. The only thing coming to my head at this very moment is this sound, there's a soundtrack that goes, um, the, the guy is asking her out and she goes, you know my spec, you know my spec. Oh, yes, I'm, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, oh you, so we feel the need to be condescending, like, oh, how can this person ask me out? How can this this person, a whole, a whole me? You know, so you've put yourself on a pedestal where you're not my spec, you're too short, you're too... Oh, okay, let me give you a simple a, a story that happened a long time ago. Uh, there were, well, I don't know if it's a myth, but there were three friends who, they were together, two of them had relationships, and then there was this particular guy that was not in a relationship. And then the other friends were asking him, oh, why are you not in a relationship? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing He was like, no, he's waiting for the perfect person. So fast forward to five years later, they all separated ways. And then they came back after five years. And he was still single. And then his friends asked him, oh, <laughs> didn't you find the perfect woman? And he was like, oh, yes, I did. But then she was looking for the perfect man too. Oh, so you won't always be perfect for your partner. And that is where being kind makes a lot of sense where, oh, this doesn't work. We have to go in another. Have you seen when, well, well I don't know if you've ever been in that condition where you apply for a job and they reject you and you don't feel so bad. Imagine somebody, mm -hmm. you, you, imagine you apply for a job and they say, oh, you're not good enough. You're not this. They don't do that. What you see most times is that, oh, unfortunately, we have decided to go in a different direction. That's true. They try to be kind about it. Yes. You know it is rejection, but you're kind. They're not telling you about the ridiculous things you said during that, that interview or how stupid you sounded or how you dressed. They will just say, oh, it's not, uh, it's not an association that works. We want different things. It's not a pairing that works. And that's it. So you can reject people and be kind about it. But when you are kind about it, don't use backdoor tactics to want to offer something else. The person mm -hmm. knew what he wanted, he or she wanted.
before she came to ask you out if it's a girl. She knew what she knows what she wanted. So don't say, Oh, I can offer you free sex when you want it, but we cannot date. Don't do that. Have have your home training set certificate in your pocket at all times. It's not every damn value. Please. Thank you. In this time, okay. why is it that like have a very good conversation with the person? And at the end of that conversation, the person asks for your number or your details or anything. Why? I don't know if I'm the one that has experienced this, Shabo. Why? So are you talking from a woman's perspective now or from a man's perspective? <laughs> or you don't want to be too forward or something, but you don't just ask for any form of communication afterwards. And you just go, maybe with the hope that I'll probably see another day or something. Okay. So why, why, so why does that in, happen? Okay, so in the cases I've seen, uh, if you're a student around, if you're a student, uh, good, the chances are very high that the guy would have made his research. He would have done his research. He probably knows your department. He probably knows the area in which you stay. So he will ask for your number according to how the, the first discussion goes. So if he doesn't ask for your number, there are good chances that he's still going to see you around or there are some people who are just afraid of rejection. But I think when you're talking to someone, you already have an idea if the person is going to give you his or her number. I think you already know. You just don't go to a girl, oh, I like you and I want us to be friends. Can you give me your phone number? That's oh, brash. Oh, people do it too. Yes, no, it's brash. See, if someone comes to you like that, 80% of chances or 90% of chances is that you will decline. Because you haven't even caught my attention. You haven't caught my interest. You haven't, you, you haven't earned that second visit or you haven't earned that you having my phone number. You, you haven't earned it. Okay, someone bobs into your DM now on Instagram and says, oh, you look pretty. Can you give me your phone number? We, we should learn tact. We should learn, you see, and when you want to release your personal information to people, there is a level of trust. There's a level of uh, things that would have happened that would make me feel, okay, it's an audition. I mean, we must have, we must have had like conversations and then I'm like, yeah. okay. Yes, and I in the local parlance, I must have seen that you have sense. Sense is very important. Here's something about the two-minute rule. That when, well, I don't know if it's a myth, that when a woman meets you, in two minutes, she already knows if she wants to see you again or not. I think it's true. I don't know if it works for everybody, but for me, like when I see someone, I know what I want from the person almost immediately. Oh, and like well, when the person starts talking, I'm like, okay. Okay. So I just didn't want to be too direct. So now I just put it in the milder form. So when I was in the university, we used to hear that thing. Guys say it a lot, but I don't know if it's true, but I'm still going to say it. And so for people who probably have more experience with it, that there's a popular slang or, you know, just a popular saying that says that if a woman meets you in less than five minutes, she knows how far she wants to go with you. Either just to keep you as friends, there's, there's, there's the trash and then there's the keep. She either knows she, that she already knows how far she wants to go with you as, as, as far as sex at times, if she knows. I've seen, I had a friend who met a guy for the first time and says, oh, well, 
she told me that if she cannot imagine kissing a guy, she cannot date. It might look, it sounded ridiculous to me, but then these things happen. We, we cannot pretend that this, that, that, that is actually attraction. So as a guy, I think as a man, when you're going to woo a woman, uh, you should play your cards uh, as as smoothly as you can. I'm not talking about sweet, talking and deceit here, because that's another turn off again. You know, you see a girl mm -hmm. and say, oh, you are the most beautiful creature I've seen. You want to, you are the sugar in my tea, the normal nonsense that a lot of people say. That's not what women are looking for. They like words of affirmation, but not for you to lie or exaggerate. You see a girl that is just going, that is in her flip-flops and just wearing one random thing and say, oh, you look gorgeous. She, she probably thinks you're lying. Do you understand? That is sweet talk. That's sweet talk. Women appreciate a little bit of honesty and we all like sweet words, but let it be conversation appropriate. Don't, we are, we are, we are talking, we are still trying to know each other and you're already talking about my shape, about how my dress looks, about how my back looks. That's a turn off. About the number issue, let's go back to that so we don't digress too much. Uh, okay. There should be a level of tactfulness. So it's either the guy thinks he will see her around or in most cases she will reject. But in most cases, when you see when how the conversation is going, then you can actually ask for the number. And when she says, oh, she's not ready, she hopes to see you around again, then let it go. You guys will see again. It's not random. I don't expect you to see somebody on, you know, a random person and then you quickly want to take the number. She might not give it to you. Now, I'll, I'll answer that question for myself. I don't take phone numbers on the first meeting. Okay. It never happened. I never took the phone number on the first meeting because I still want to know, get to know the person, get to see if it was just in the moment, if my feelings were in the moment. So if I wake up and feel the same way about that person in subsequent times, okay, then probably it's time to take it a little bit further, ask for personal details. Okay. So at that point, it might just be heat of the moment. Oh, yeah. People sure, do it. Sure, people, sure. people hit off the moment. So you need to ask yourself if that is what you really want. And then when you guys are eventually friends too, before asking her out too, you should read the room. Do you understand? Exactly. You should read the like, room. Like all these rejections come from when you don't, like, I mean, if, if it's a woman, she would give you every possible sign for you to ask out. Like, you, you don't want to tell me that you cannot see all those signs. Or like, and if she doesn't like you, you will know she doesn't like you. Except you are just trying to push it, basically. Oh, yes. Yes, and then some people think if I put enough pressure, she will crumble. If she doesn't like you from the beginning, she probably doesn't. That's her be. And then it is not also an avenue for you to disrespect somebody that says no to you. So I hope you guys enjoyed yourself today. So thank you very much, Okwe, for coming on the show with me. We, all of us, we thank you and I appreciate you. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully we will call time. you again. Maybe next time you probably honor our invitation again. Oh, yes. We can always arrange it whenever you're ready. Thank you for your time. Okay, thank you.